Hello all and welcome back to the Hey Big Hair podcast. As you know, I am your host and today we will be going over a few different topics. I don't know if these topics are going to tie into each other, but you know, I always surprise myself, so I guess we'll see. Now, um, right now, what you hear in the background is some ID channel on demand. I'm not certain what show is on right now, but that is what you hear in the background. I do not own the rights to the audio in the background. That is courtesy of the ID channel. Now, with that said, let's get into it. Um, First thing I want to mention is Chris Brown doing meet and greets. Now, I've seen a lot of pictures, and to be honest with you, like, the quality of the pictures are a little subpar for these beat images of Chris Brown, almost to the point where they look photoshopped. It almost don't look real. But um, given the backlash that they've received, I'm certain that they are. I don't know what world we live in where a person taking pictures with their fans and their fans paying for this individual time with probably one of the biggest celebrities or performers on the planet aside from like what Beyonce Bruno Mars like Chris Brown is certified so it's just strange that um you have people who have something to say oh I can't believe people are going out here paying a thousand dollars to take a picture with Chris Brown people are paying a thousand dollars to take these prom pictures with Chris Brown it's Chris Brown okay and I'm not saying that I would do it But what I am saying is that when you have diehard fans and you have people who are paying that much, if not more, just to go to one of your shows, then why wouldn't they, you know, spend that type of money to have a once in a lifetime opportunity to be alone with you, to be able to have a moment with you just to themselves? Like no one has that opportunity. And to be honest with you, If I'm being honest, especially with the recent comparisons, especially with people of this generation comparing him or saying that he is bigger, bigger than Michael Jackson. Now, I don't agree with that. Neither does Chris Brown. So if there's any big Chris Brown fans, don't take offense to it. Chris Brown is not buying it either. Chris Brown said it is cap. And the only reason I'm going to go with it being cap is because they literally had ambulances on standby paramedics on standby at michael jackson's concerts because people were literally passing out like this man can stand on the stage for 10 minutes straight not do a thing and people are passing out nowadays if you see a paramedic an ambulance at a concert or any type of venue entertainment venue they are worried about something popping off it's not that it's just going to be random people just losing their breath and falling out on the floor because they are so enamored and more than likely obsessed with the per with the person or performer on the stage usually if you see an ambulance or paramedic standing by now this means someone is likely to get shot there's likely to be a fight or hell given the astral world situation the floor might cave in i don't know but it's definitely not because the celebrity is so huge so big Even Beyonce, for the beehivers out there, nobody is passing out at the mere sight and presence of Beyonce. No matter how far you are in the stands, no matter how close you are to the stage, it's just not happening. 
So that's why to me, there is, and up until now, there will be no one as big as Michael Jackson. If there is a female version of Michael Jackson, I would go with Beyonce just because she has such a cult following. But we will get into that cult following later. You know what? I am genuinely excited about today's pod. Now, I'm usually excited to come in and um, speak with you guys, give you guys my point of view. Of course, I'm grateful that you guys keep coming back, listening to my content. I try to keep it as real and transparent and as respectful as possible. Um, I do want to be honest, but it is never my goal to offend anyone. But again, today, I don't know if it's what I'm going to be discussing. I don't know if it's because of how I feel about what I'll be discussing. But I am just more excited about today's pod than I've been in a long time. So with that said, the whole situation with um, Chris Brown charging $1,000 for meet and greets and his fans get to take pictures with him by themselves nobody else you know this is an individual experience they have with a huge celebrity like Chris Brown I don't think that a thousand dollars is even enough for him to be asking for to this is just my honest opinion if this is someone that this generation is comparing to Michael Jackson a thousand dollars is cheap because you would pay that much for a ticket to his show and you won't even get anywhere near him. So I just feel like, I feel like it's a fair deal. I feel like it is a great thing that he's doing for his fans. A lot of celebrities think they are too big to, you know, do something like this, but I'm glad that Chris Brown is kind of setting this trend. Now, I guess once the numbers come out and people see how much he made or how much he reportedly made, since there's no way of really knowing, Um, I think that a lot of other celebrities will follow suit. Now, Chris Brown did set the bar pretty low because $1,000, like I said, that's not a lot for someone who is being compared to the Michael Jackson of this time or of this generation. That's not a lot of money. Um, So how I see it, since Chris Brown started at $1,000, the only people who could go above $1,000, I would say is Beyonce, definitely. Um, Usher, um, Trey Songs, you know, people who have been out a long time, people who have a long list of hits. I'm not talking about versus hits. I'm not talking about hits that you wrote for other people. I'm talking about when I hear your song on the radio, I am singing your song hits. Like, I see your music video and I want to learn the dance moves and the choreography just because it's you hits. That's what I mean. So forgive me if I'm not up on the newest, hottest artist. And I do believe that the newest, hottest artist may capitalize on it. And just for flex reasons, they may say, oh, well, you know what? Now I'm, tr- I'm coming out the gate with 2500 just because Chris Brown set a bar. But me personally, um, based on the talent that I've seen, not going there, not trying to be disrespectful, but... Chris Brown is a top level talent. So unless it's Rihanna, unless it's Beyonce, unless it's Usher, unless it's Trey Songs, unless it's someone with that lengthy catalog doing meet and greets that's still making music today, then I don't think that they should be charging over a thousand dollars. That's just me. Now what people are willing to pay for 
it's totally up to them. So whatever people's fans believe is worth it, you know, fans are going to pay. But I definitely believe that Chris Brown could have started higher just because of all of the comparisons that he get to Michael Jackson. So that's my take on that. We can go ahead and keep it moving. I've had debates about this. I've discussed this with um, people I'm close to and I, I keep coming to the same conclusion, but I had an epiphany and I also saw a um, stand-up comedy special by Bill Burr and it just confirmed that I'm not crazy, unless me and Bill Burr are crazy. But if Bill Burr is crazy, I don't mind being crazy because he is one of the few um, stand-up comedians that I feel like says a lot of things that are unpopular still to this day to say but they're very true it doesn't have to be rooted in racism it doesn't have to be rooted in hate for someone to call out a contradiction that happens to be true that's not hate it's not hate it's an opinion and it's rooted in the results is rooted in the actions is rooted in the reactions so Again, I thought I was crazy thinking this way, but I found out that I really wasn't. And this is regarding the Brittany Griner situation. Now, I had a conversation um, with someone who, you know, I talk to very often. And, you know, it's, it's a male. And so for all of the women who think that men are just out here to oppress us and, you know, to use us and abuse us and all, that, it's not true. Okay, I want to start there. Um, but there was a guy I'm talking to and he's like, yeah, I don't know why it looks like there's not very much effort to bring her back. Like the president, someone should be negotiating her return to the United States. Even LeBron James um, did an interview. I'm sorry, I don't know who the interview was with, but he said, you know, hey, if I was Brittany Griner, I would be questioning if I even want to come back to this country after, you know, they've been so blatant in their lack of support for her. Now, I do not argue or dispute any of these things. I do feel like she is being treated as if she's not worth very much, but I don't think that that just started happening the moment that she got over to Russia. You know, the WNBA, they're paid <laughs> pennies, and I do mean pennies to the dollar of NBA players. So why are we acting like now that she's in a situation in another country that the country that she's not even very valued in, even in her profession, is going to utilize every resource at their disposal to bring her back? It doesn't make sense because at this point, if they were to do so, what they would be doing is spending more money to bring her back than they would ever even consider paying her for her contribution over here in the United States as it is. It doesn't make sense. There's even been talk about her being exchanged for the Russian arms dealer. This man is literally called like the Lord of War or some shit. Like it's crazy. So Americans are really thinking that Brittany Griner a WNBA basketball player, an athlete, is equivalent in any, in any world <laughs> to an arms dealer. Like, this is someone who kills people and sells weapons to kill people, sells weapons to start wars. And we're like, okay, here, take this lady that they only pay 
200, $300,000 a year while they paying men who ride the bench in the NBA 10 times that, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to exchange an arms dealer, the Lord of war and the merchant of like murder or merchant of death. I don't know. He have a couple of titles. We're going to exchange her for him. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make political sense. It doesn't make logical sense. And I had this conversation with this person and I told him like, you know, I get where you're coming from. I'm not saying that she's not worth it. I'm not saying that, but it's already been said. It was said when they didn't want to pay her what they would pay the male LeBron James, being that she's the female LeBron James in the air quotes. It was already said when they didn't want to pay her as they would pay the female equivalent to LeBron James. Like, even if it's a half of what he gets, even if it's a third of what he gets, great. But it's not even close. It's not even close. And I won't sit here and act like we all don't know why that is. We know why that is. And I'm going to tell you why if you don't know why. And this will be nothing that any one of us can deny. The reason that she's not being paid what she deserves or what you know we may think she deserves or what she's even worked hard enough for or what she's earned is because women don't support women they support the fuckery they support destroying someone they support the messiness they support all of those things that lack any level of substance but these feminists, all these girl power, don't listen to these men. Men are trying to oppress us. We need to stick together. Why aren't they filling up these arenas? They use feminism as a ruse to go out here and act like men. Yeah, I can do whatever men can do. I want to go out here and I want to put on the fireman uniform. Oh no, I also want to go out here and put on the police officer uniform. Oh no, I want to go out here and be a construction worker. I want to go out here and fly planes or whatever else men are doing that not enough women are doing. Yeah, I want to do all of that. Well, guess what men also do? Men go to sporting events and they go in there and they cheer for their team. They have a favorite player. They buy the jerseys. They go to the concession stand. They even go as far as painting their faces. What are you doing to support the WNBA? This is why they don't have enough leverage to even consider negotiating for her because she's not worth a lot over here because she does not have the support of all of the women who go out here and whine and beg for equality. She does not have the support of all of the women who are following Beyonce and being part of a beehive who control you literally until your page is shut down. None of those women are filling up these arenas to support the WNBA players. This is why the WNBA players make pennies compared to NBA players. Because guess what? Bitches are in there watching NBA players play. You can believe that. For whatever reason there is, they are in there watching NBA players. And if it's all for the love of the game, if it has nothing to do with money, with looks, with sex, and any of that, why not go and support the women? They obviously need it. But oh no, why would they do that? Not when I could just sit at home, sip my wine, and complain that men just keep oppressing us. 
you know i'm gonna catch up on the real housewives you know i'm gonna catch up on some serial killer documentaries on the id channel oh no wait a second isn't there a new netflix series out i'm gonna catch up on that they do all of these things but what they don't do is go out in droves and support these women women have a lot of consuming power we all know this whether it's hair, whether it's nails, whether it's shoes, women have a lot of consuming power. And guess what? All of those things, all of those things come before going out here and supporting the women in the NBA. And if I'm lying, I, I will appreciate any feedback. You can show me the lie. Always know you can find me at the Hey Big Hair Podcast IG. No spaces, no dots, no underscores. You can find me there. Let me know what you think. Let me know where I'm lying. Let me know where I'm misinformed because we as women have a whole lot of power. We already outnumber men, so there's no excuse there. So, how is it that men are able to go out and support? and consume and buy products buy merchandise buy tickets and we're not able to do the same thing for these women because we don't want to we don't care i don't watch wnba i'm guilty of it as well but i'm also not sitting back acting confused as to why they don't get paid as much I'm not sitting around acting like it doesn't make sense. I'm not sitting around acting like, oh, it's because of another man they don't get as much money. No, it's because of us women. I'm not interested in women's basketball. And instead of sitting here acting fake woke, like I'm part of this fake sisterhood that doesn't really exist, I will say that. Because that's the problem with the world that we live in today. Everyone wants to appear as if they're part of the cause. They want to appear as if they're down for some level of advancement. But when it comes to showing up, when it comes to putting in the work, when it comes to supporting, when it comes to, you know, putting something into the pot, everyone turns into a ghost. Everybody is silent when it's time for the action to take place. And that's what women are doing right now. This is the bigger reason as to why Brittany Griner is still locked up over there. The WNBA does not have any power. I believe that a damn sports commentator for men's basketball would have been out before Brittany Griner. And it's just the truth. And it's not because I feel like she doesn't deserve it. It's not even that I think that it's fair. But it's because men are real fans of male sports. They don't just say that they are fans. They have action behind being fans. And it's not just basketball, okay? It's football. It's soccer. It's hockey. Hell, is track. It's golf whatever it is if a man gravitates to that then he will be a fan he will go out if he has interest in it and he will support it women are not doing that hell don't even get me started on the kardashians and how much money they make because of how much support and viewers they get that are women like come on do better i don't know what else to tell you but this is why that girl is still over there because she's not worth a lot to America. I'm not saying that as a person. I'm saying that as a number. 
And when it comes to the numbers, what they pay her does not equate to what they would have to do to get her back. Why on earth would they say, yeah, while you're working for us, this is what we're going to give you. You don't have any secrets. You don't have anything that can destroy us politically. You're just an athlete that we barely pay. So why would we spend or why would we negotiate something that is worth way more than we would ever give you? It doesn't make sense. And again, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's fair, but people need to understand that everything is not done based off of emotion. Did y'all forget where the fuck we at? This is America. Like, do you know what they do to people in this country? Do you know what they have done to people in this country? And you think that they're about to save this woman based on how people are going to feel? I'm going to need you to grow up. I'm going to need you to be realistic. It's not going to happen. She's going to serve out her time until Russia does not want to deal with her anymore or until they feel like they should give her back. Nobody is going to negotiate an arms dealer that probably sold over a billion dollars in weapons for someone making six figures. And it's not me saying the six figures isn't a lot of money. It's me saying for the job she was doing, she was paid slave wages. If you want to call her the LeBron James of the NBA and she's not getting anywhere near what LeBron James is getting, let's call a spade a spade. She's getting paid slave wages. And you think that they're going to negotiate an arms dealer for a second class athlete. I'm not going to call her a slave, but she is a second class athlete. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with each other. And this is not to disrespect her. It is me pointing out that this country has already shown her what she's worth to them. Now, again, it still afforded her a comfortable life. It's not like she was not able to do the things she wanted to do and go the places she wanted to go. It's still a lot more than a lot of Americans make in a year. So please do not think that it is in any way me shitting on what she's paid annually. Because again, it afforded her a comfortable life. So, you know, she can make it work. Hey, whatever. But what I am saying is that you are doing the same job as the man in the exact same field that you are in and you are paid way less. You have a group of people who can support you, who have the time and the money to support you and they don't. Now suddenly you get caught up, um, you know, breaking laws in a different country. Now be honest, be honest. I mean, I know that she's not going to care either way, but being that we're on the outside looking in, be honest with yourself, how genuine Would it seem if now everyone started to rally together and protest until she was free? You know, hundreds of thousands, even millions of people. But when she's back in this country, no one goes to her games still. It's the fake love for me. It's the fake wokeness for me. It's the fake sisterhood and women supporting women for me. And I didn't even mention her race. (laughs) Like, are we really gonna, are we really acting uh, surprised that America doesn't care about 
a woman with dreads? Are we really going to do that? Are we really? Okay. All right. We can do that. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. The only way the WNBA is going to get support, real support, diehard support, is if they get prettier women. Women with bigger boobs, women with bigger butts, and women who was wearing something skimpy. Because as long as they have women who are not attractive to men, they are not going to get the support. Because obviously, women ain't showing up. Even with a female vice president, it does not matter. And I'm not attacking women. I'm just pointing out that we have a lot of power. We have a lot of means to change things. I mean, we should recognize that since every time they go out here and protest and campaign for something that, you know, it ends up being turned around in their favor. So we have the numbers. We just don't have the effort for something that's not very entertaining for us. So if it's not entertaining for us, then why ask for it? Was that just another thing? You know, just to say, hey, men are doing it. We should do it too. Men are doing it. Why can't women? Women, women, women. Well, women can play. Women can women can do this too. Women can do that too. And now that they're doing it, you're you're done. Like you don't have any parts of it anymore. Like it's just it's unfortunate. It's weird. It's it's agitating because it just seems like things are being asked for just for the sake of asking just for the sake of seeing if you can get it it's not even that you even really want it it's like oh well because the men are doing it why why can't we because the men are supporting it other men who are not fit enough or talented enough to play go out and support it but women they don't want to follow that they just want to follow well the men have it so we should have it the men do it so we should do it they want to follow that when they want something, when it's something to their benefit. But the moment that they have to put in the same amount of work and effort that men put in, it's like, whoa, whoa, slow down. I'm a girl. I'm a mom. I, you know, they want to pull the, the woman card. They want to put the dress on then. But in all of these other situations where they want to compete and be eye level with men, and if men can do it, we can do it too. When they want to do that, you know. It's no limits, no limitations. There's no difference between us. I could do it, you could do it. You could do it, I could do it. And it's just like, it's not true, first and foremost. But when it comes to being supportive, when it comes to merely getting in a car with a group of your friends, you know how you do when you want to go to a restaurant. You know how you do when you want to go out to a club. You know how you do when you want to go out shopping. You know how you do when you want to go on a girl's trip. That type of energy. Get in that freaking soccer mom van and drive your asses down there to a game. Okay? That's what you can do to help the women of the WNBA. That's what you can do the next time you want to wonder, well, why don't they get paid as much as LeBron James? Why don't they get paid as much as this person? Why don't they get paid as much as Kyrie Irving? Why don't they get paid as much as Steph Curry? Because of you. You're why. You are why. The men are doing their part. The men are going out and supporting the sports. They are going out and supporting their teams, no matter how god-awful the teams are, okay? I'm from Michigan. You still have people rooting for the Lions, okay? That's how die-hard men are, all right? They don't care how many times 
These teams fumble. These teams choke. They don't care how bad they suck. They are going to those games. They are buying those beers. They are saying, hey, this is our year. You see that guy? This is our year. We got somebody good. This is our year. They have so much hope. So much hope. But women, they just whine for something. And then when they get it, like a whole lot of other shit, it goes in the closet somewhere and they forget that it even exists. So we have to do better. That woman would have been home if there was enough fans, if there was enough money circulating through the WNBA, it would not have taken this long. And before I conclude this pod, I want to say this. I never ask for something until I am in a headspace and in a position to truly appreciate it, to truly move forward with what I ask for. So the next time you ask for something, you have to be prepared on what you will do once you get it. You have to know if I get it, then what? If this happens, then what? What do I do if I actually get what I'm asking for? What happens if I get that? How do I proceed? Please take a moment to consider that before you ask for something. Please do. Because this is how things can end up. You ask for something, you throw a fit, you kick, you scream, you you yell, you throw a tantrum, then you get what you want, and now you're just sitting there looking stupid. You don't know what to do with it. You don't know where to start. You're just sitting there. Well, you've been kicking and screaming on the supermarket floor, whining about, and nothing. Crickets. You don't even want it anymore. So that's not okay. That's not okay. Because it it seems like, you know, women hear me roar and all this other BS that they try to pull off and throw off, all of this feminism mess. It seems like. You guys are just doing it for the attention at this point. So what makes you better than the women who give in to misogyny and throw on a bikini for attention? You both want attention. You you want something that, you know, you don't really want once you get it. So what's the difference? With all of this education, all of these degrees, all of these firm handshakes that you share with the men in your field because now you feel like you've made it to their level, all of that where do you go with it what do you do with it how is it valuable what is it worth what is it for everything that men have we damn near have like and what's happening with it nothing because we don't really want it we just want it because someone else has it and that is so childish it's so small it's so stupid for the people who are able to bring life into this world to give a damn about what men are doing. So to the point where you ask for it and you don't even know what to do with it once you get it. Or you don't even care about it once you get it. It's just so draining. It's so draining. And it's unfortunate that that young lady is stuck over there in another country because she doesn't even have the support of the women in her country enough for her to have enough power and enough leverage to come home. I can say with absolute certainty, it could be an NBA coach. It could be the dude that mopped the floors at the NBA arenas. They would have been home by now. 
because of how powerful the NBA is. The WNBA, not so much. And I know that they walk hand in hand. I know that. Don't get me wrong. I get that. But when you don't have the customer base, that means that you don't have to worry about disappointing a large number of people. Guess what? It shouldn't be a large number of people disappointed. It shouldn't be a large number of people boycotting the games because guess what it's already not a large amount of people coming to these motherfuckers so this is where their level of thinking is if if we not seeing two million fans then we shouldn't be seeing two million protesters now should we and if we do see two million protesters how are we losing something that we never had what are you gonna do not come to the games that you were possibly thinking or considering coming to like you already don't come so what are we losing and that's that's why she is where she is, because there is no power and no leverage. They don't have anything. You can't bargain for her and get something at equal value, something at equal value. They don't want back that bad. The people in this country are expecting for the United States to say, hey, hey, can you give us back our Nissan Altima and we'll give you back this helicopter we seized? No. Um, why would they do that? It, it doesn't make sense. So although it's unfortunate, although it's not something that we can change overnight, they are doing what they're able to do without exceeding resources based on what her worth is in this country. It sounds cold. It sounds callous, but it's true. And I can't dress it up to make it sound nice. I can't dress it up to make it sound better because that's what the problem is. Is we have too many people wanting to make things sound good, wanting to make things sound politically correct. And then we have to go out here and really deal with the reality. If she's dealing with the reality of it, the least we can do is be honest. The least we can do is say, this is why this is happening, whether it's fair or not. The least we can do is be honest with ourselves. With that said, I've said pretty much all I'm going to say about this at this point. If there is more breaks in this case, if there's any updated or new information, then I'll definitely go over it with you guys. But I've said all I can say about this today. I'm just, I'm just over it. I'm over the fake love. I'm over the fake wokeness. I'm over it. But I hope to, you know, have you guys back for the next pod. I want you guys to be safe, be well, and have a good night. Later.